All right, good morning or good afternoon, everyone. Today is Friday, April 16th, 2021, and there's a lot going on around the world, so let's jump right into it. So first off, um, James O'Keefe, the the guy who basically founded and runs uh, Project Veritas, the one who released the footage of uh, CNN there, um, one of the CNN technical directors that we covered yesterday, he had his Twitter account suspended, and he didn't really have an ex- Twitter did not provide an explanation as to why. Uh, so, just wanted to put that out there. It just goes to show, you know, the circle that these um, these corporations keep each other in, right? In order to protect themselves from too much, um, from having to do too much damage control, if you will. The next thing is that Biden is keeping Trump's appointed ambassador for Russia, citing that, and I quote, "He is seen as a steady hand." End quote. Oh, but for the last two and a half years, wasn't Trump's ambassador to Russia Putin's puppet? You see what I'm saying here? Now, let's play devil's advocate for a second. Let's take Republican and Democrat out of this. To be fair, right? It's possible uh, from an intelligence perspective that, you know, uh, the CIA has advised Biden to keep this ambassador in there. Because, again, when you're spying on someone, why take them out? Literally, like, why murder them or why why remove them from a position if you can follow them for many, many months or years on end and see if they're actually, you know, uh, exchanging information with enemies or what have you. Now, I'm not saying that is the case. I'm saying we got to look at both sides of it. But Uh, If that is not the case, if there's no intelligence angle behind this, then it just goes to show the mainstream media bullshitted for two years about Trump's, you know, uh, second uh, ambassador to Russia being some Putin puppet. So, again, we got to play both sides here and we have to cover it like we see it, at least to the extent in which is apparent to us. The next thing is that Russia just, just announced the expulsion of 10 U.S. diplomats. Yeah, it's simple. It's moves and counter moves. It's there's nothing like super, you know, out there that really would radically change the way in which this is going. It's it's a chess game. You make a move, they make a move. You know, tick for tat, tit for tat, sort of thing, right? Now, with that being said, let's be real here too. When you know um, the U.S. takes, you know, expel, expels Russian diplomats, and then Russia expels U.S. diplomats. Keep in mind, folks, for those who don't really know f- so much about the intelligence community. Diplomats is a very vague label for a lot of these politicians or spies. A lot of times these diplomats, and I say that with air quotes, end up being spies for, you know, the Russian FSB or for, you know, the American CIA and, you know, many other things. Every country does it. It's all covered up with old foundations and diplomats. It's spying. It's simple. So anyways, the next thing is that U.S. has now removed Vietnam and Switzerland from its currency manipulator list. Um, I don't know specifics about that. I have not had the time to look into that. It's interesting to see that they're removing them from the list. Maybe there's some type of, you know, agreement they're making through diplomatic back channels. Again, it, it's all up in the air right now, so I don't want to comment on it just because we can extrapolate into so many different angles on that. Uh, the next thing is that there was a deadly shooting at a FedEx facility in the U.S., and there was also a shooting of a, uh, a 13-year-old by a police officer in Chicago. Look, I'm not going to say anything today, and the reason why is because I want to get the full story first, and I'm not trying to dodge. I promise I will follow up on this, but I want to get the full story, all right? I just want to see. The um, the shooting in Chicago seems to be a little bit more fuzzy. The police chief of Chicago there came out and said that he, de- he or she defended the actions of the officer shooting this 13-year-old. Allegedly, the 13-year-old did have a gun. It's hard to say, though. We got to look at the body cam footage and things like that. Maybe some of you are more informed about it than I am. Uh, Just for producing other content, I literally don't have the time to read up on this. But uh, the next thing is that vaccine CEOs, you know, Moderna, Pfizer, AstraZeneca, Johnson and Johnson, they're not they're They're now talking about third and fourth shots, you know, booster shots, as they call them. 
I'm not listening to a single thing these CEOs of the company say. It's purely profit-driven. I don't care if they bring in scientists, whatever. You can pay off a scientist. It's simple. I mean, they did that for years with sugar. They did that for years with cigarettes. Okay, fine. That was, you know, 70 years ago. But you know what I mean. It's the same idea, right? So I'm, I'm not – anything that comes out of these companies' mouths is I'm assuming it's purely for profit. Don't care. You know, and even then we have to be careful trusting the CDC and the WHO because of other possible infiltrations through intelligence and things like that. But again, I'm not trying to say to not trust anybody, but we also have to call things like they are. Right. So the next thing is that uh, a 48 year old in Australia died after taking the AstraZeneca vaccine. Now, keep in mind, this person did have diabetes. But again, it's this is all for me personally, and I'm not trying to force my opinion on any of you. For me personally, this is more than enough for me to say in my humble decision, I'm not taking it. Now, I don't mind if, you know, others want to take it. Just do not enforce that that um, that justification onto me by saying, no, you have to take it. Things, in my humble opinion, guys, we report this every day. Every country is all over the place. One country says yes to a vaccine. Another one says no. The other one says, well, the shot lasts for three months. The other one says it lasts for six. Denmark scraps... Um, AstraZeneca, the US has now paused Johnson and Johnson. When we look at the massive big picture guys, look at what's going on right now. Part of my English, it's a clusterfuck. How can you trust the clusterfuck even when uh, you know, let's just assume hypothetically again as we always do that you know, the scientists are not being bought off or they're not being influenced to push a certain narrative. Let's just assume that for a second. It's still a clusterfuck. So, again, Right. We have to be very vigilant to that. The next thing is that Pelosi, Nancy Pelosi, and this was not reported by the mainstream media, but the official White House documents can show, uh, sorry, capital documents can show this because um, it has to show every three months the financial release of what these politicians invest in if they have any personal investments. Nancy Pelosi and her husband dumped $10 million into a stock, for, um, into a Microsoft stock, Roblox, and one other uh, technology stock. And a handful of weeks before Microsoft coincidentally won a $22 billion contract with the Pentagon to develop AR headsets and all that. Come on. Now, first off, do you know what kind of money you need to have, liquid cash, to drop $10 million just on a stock? You, that's, like, that's like, you know, how, us, how we see, you know, 20 30 bucks. generally speaking. Do you know what kind of money you got to have to pull that kind of stuff? You see what I'm saying here? Um, also, if there, if any of you can hear banging, the people that live above me are doing construction, so please forgive me. Um, I'm purchasing a, a much better microphone in the next couple weeks that will block out all of that type of noise, so um, just stay tuned for that. Uh, the next thing is that, again, well, here's the thing about Pelosi. Look, why won't the media call her out on it? We have to be fair. If you're, if you're going to call out the Republicans, how come you're not calling out the, um, the, uh, the, the establishment Democrats when they do the same thing? It's insider trading, right? Just like that Senator uh, David Perdue, he had all those insider trading stocks. How come it's not being covered? Pelosi's thing is not being covered the way David Perdue's was. You, you see what I'm saying here? It's, it's, too, it's because it's just power. The rules don't apply to these people. So the next thing is that uh, I can't believe I got to cover this. I'm doing this just more as a joke. But apparently with Prince Philip's funeral, Harry and William will have their cousin stand between them because apparently there's tension. I honestly don't give a shit about that. Um, I don't think any of you do either. But uh, the queen then decided last minute that everyone in the family has to wear their military uniforms because, again, the whole thing was that they were not going to. Then all of a sudden they are. Look, I, I don't care. I just want to see Prince Andrew there and I want someone to yell rape. That's all I want. That's all I want to see, honestly, because I'm pretty sure he's going to have to be there. Um or at least they're going to make him be there. So anyways, long story short, we'll see what happens. And it's kind of funny. Um, again, they're just human beings. You know what they did at the, um, 
at the the Prince uh, Prince William and Kate marriage uh, when they got married all, a handful of years ago, I think seven or eight years, something like that. They blew up balloons and called it Royal Air and sold it for like seventy euros each. Like, are, what the hell's that? You know what I mean? And I'm not trying to disrespect anyone who has served in the military. Um, even if they're in the royal family, even though they have been given privileges and, you know, certain, I guess we could say, like, Harry couldn't leave the base in Afghanistan because it would be used as leverage if the Taliban or ISIS or Al-Qaeda got a hold of him. But all these extra medals and ribbons that usually are meant for people that actually, like, soldiers that actually went on the field and did things, you know, I I don't know. I don't know. It's just these, these fancy, they have a medal for every time they go take a dump. That's what it seems like. And I'm not trying to disrespect the ones that actually served, but I mean, let's be honest. How many medals can you have, especially if you've only served for a handful of time, you know, amount of time and you've been babied while serving compared to the other soldiers. Anyways, I'm, my, my point is what's the, what's the point of the Royal family? That's my point. <laughs> the, the next thing is that, uh, let's see here. Um, up to 65,000 people fled attacks in a northeastern Nigerian town, according to the United Nations. Look, again, the problem with, you know, Nigeria, you know, the continent of Africa, it's these gangs, these militias, these, you know, I don't know what to say. It's, it's so unfortunate. Unless a country steps in there like a country of power, it doesn't have to be the U.S., but, you know, another country that actually has, you know, the ability to send in a strong enough military and organize, it's just going to keep going like this. It's just going to keep going. And again, I, I don't see any, I mean, I think China has interest in Africa uh, very strongly. They're buying up a lot of land, but I don't know what's, what else is going on behind the scenes there. Uh, let's see. Next, uh, the United States slapped visa bans on Ugandans linked to disputed polls because apparently there, uh, there were certain, um, one Ugandan politician that was running had the election rigged. Uh, and anyone who supported or helped rig that election, the U.S. US has now slapped a visa ban from coming into to America. Well, okay. You know, uh, the next thing is that Armenia's prime minister is allegedly facing mass protests, but is still winning in the polls. This is when it gets tough because you look at the protest against a politician in general. Right. And, you know, if you see half a million people literally protesting against a certain leader, but that leader's up in the polls. It's tough. It depends geographically. If there are certain parts of the country that truly support that politician, then other parts that don't. It's tough, especially polls can be manipulated. It can go either way. The polls could be telling the truth just because you have half a million people protesting. That's not the whole country. I mean, it's a lot of damn people physically when you look at it. But again, the, the, the polling... I don't like the word polls because once I hear polls, even before Trump came around, I always imagine some, you know, fixation. It also depends who you poll, where you poll them, right? What questions you ask them, you know? So the next thing is that Turkey has banned crypto payments and Bitcoin is allegedly feeling it. Um, look, I think some of you may know more information than I do just because, again, I, I, I'm busy producing other content. But with regards to this, Turkey's under a lot of heat right now in general. Aside from the cryptocurrency thing, they've always kind of been. I mean... Look, the, the president or prime minister of Turkey is a shady guy. I mean, that's what I see. Unless I'm totally missing something, that's what, that's what I see. He's completely shady. Um, the next thing here is that Russia is closing off parts of the Black Sea near Crimea for six months. And even though they're ramping up their military at the border, um, it turns out that, again, the reason why, and this is where the mainstream media will stay quiet, they're trying to make the whole thing, and look, it is true that Russia's really bringing their tanks to the border of Russia and Ukraine, but it's still on Russian territory. So technically speaking, no one can do anything. Now, let's also play devil's advocate. It's very possible Putin or even Ukraine, by the way, let's not be let's not lie to ourselves here. Um, 
Putin may in fact send or have some spies already in Ukraine, uh, you know, dress up or actually be, you know, be inserted into the Ukrainian military as, as a pre-planned strategy to, you know, fire a first shot at the Russians. And so Putin can justify that and say, well, they fired first. But Ukraine can also do the other way around, too. And with the help of the U.S., they could ha they could have a, a spy inside of the Russian army who will fire the first shot and not follow orders. Then the U.S. will say, well, or Ukraine will say, well, they fired first. Do you see what, we're, what I'm saying here, guys? It's all about... Uh, I guess I can use the word false flag or the term false flag, but that's what it is. Now, again, that doesn't always happen, but believe me, it happens, right? So the next thing is that let's take a look here. Um, Ukraine also said that they, uh, they might seek nuclear weapons if left out of NATO, according to Kiev's ambassador to Germany. Okay, this is when it's tough because I really don't know where the Ukrainian people and the Ukrainian government stand because the U.S. has infiltrated so much and uh, tried to influence so much, excuse me, as well as Russia. You know, this fight for the Ukraine, it's tough. I don't want to make a comment about this, about them trying to get nuclear weapons. Again, the, the whole thing with NATO is that in general, and I think most of you will agree with me, from what I see here, this... Most of the time it's a bad thing, but sometimes it may not be. But NATO is a massive alliance of countries all around the world that have basically sided with the U.S. And, you know, the U.S. unofficially calls the shots. Let's be real here within NATO, right? NATO always needs, just like everything else in life, at least in my humble opinion, NATO always needs an external enemy, right? Always need an, an external enemy, just like within local politics. You always need two sides, you know, clashing, clashing. Division is when you can insert yourself and push your agenda even more because everyone's so focused on other nonsense, right? While everyone in the West and even in Europe too are focused on culture wars online, these are the kind of things we should, I, I personally, personally believe, excuse me, we should really be looking at, right? Um, now, again, we don't have access to the kind of intelligence that these, these uh, leaders do, but we can do the best that we could with the information we have, right? The next thing is that France's parliament passes a security bill which gives police more powers. The bill was approved in a 75 to 33 vote in the French parliament and, and has now moved on to the French Senate to... Um, it seems like it's going to pass. It really does seem like it's going to pass. So it'll be interesting to see, um, uh, as well as also, I was going to cover this too, but I'll just put it up here. Uh, Angela Merkel is, um, is also pushing uh, German... Um, German politicians to pass a bill where they have more control over locking down the country due to COVID. Now, that's a little bit different. France is for police powers, Germany's for COVID, but again, generally speaking, it's about giving the authorities more power. Look, I don't know when Germany and France had their last elections. The whole idea is that the people voted in the politicians. So whatever bills the politicians propose, the people are usually behind it. And if that's the whole point of, you know, the political system. If you don't like what they did, next term you vote them out, right? Here's the thing. I... I don't know the, the specifics of these bills. I don't know how much Angela Merkel's really trying to push for more control, uh, doing, you know, curfews and things like this. Um, I do have some friends, very good friends, a uh, very good one in Germany, uh, who's kind of keeping me updated, kind of on the ground of what's happening there. Um, so I can kind of report back to all of you for the news here. But uh, it's too it's too early to tell. I got This is the same thing as, like, the, the shootings that in Chicago and the FedEx shooting. I got to let it... Um, I have to let the story unravel a little more, look into the details of what Angela Merkel and President Macron in France are trying to push uh, before I make a statement. With that being said, though, again, there's one side of it where if the people want it, they voted them in and, you know, fine. If the people want it, then there's no problem. But if a lot of people don't want it, there's an issue, 
right? That's the thing. Is it going to take away people's rights and privacies? This is another thing, right? Again, in the U.S., federal court, I really, uh, federal judges, I agree with what they're saying. Even though there's a virus, you cannot violate people's individual liberties and rights. I, I personally, I'm not trying to push my opinion on anybody, but I fully agree with that. Um, so again, um, the next thing is that let's take a look here. Lula in Brazil is going to take on Bolsonaro as Brazil courts upheld the ruling on Lula being allowed to run. And a, a Brazilian Senate is investigating Bolsonaro's handling of the COVID pandemic as well. So, you know, look, again, it's interesting. The people of Brazil, apparently many like Bolsonaro, but many don't. Many like Lula, but many don't. Brazil, the thing with Brazil, I would dare to argue, is the population. There's so many people. I, I believe there's a, about a billion people, right? And so, you know, in Latin America, I think it's like 1.5 billion or something like this in total. Um, if my numbers are wrong, then Jesus, I'm, I'm bad at remembering things. But um yeah, so we'll see what happens, right? Um, I have a feeling Lula might win. Uh, it seemed like Bolsonaro was hoping Trump would win a second term so that he could kind of keep his alignment with Trump's policies. And look, if the people want it, the people want it. And if they don't want it, then again, uh, someone like Lula will win. But Brazil has a lot of corruption issues as well, too. We got to keep that in mind. We have to be vigilant. I'm not as concerned about intelligence apparatuses and operations in places like Latin America or Africa. I'm more concerned about, in general, the... Um, the corruption, if you will, and don't get me wrong, there's corruption everywhere. I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to call out Africa and Latin America, but again, the, like for example, in the West, there's massive corruption, but it just it, they put a nice little fluffy metaphorical blanket over it, you know. So we can actually argue it's everywhere. Well, it is, it is, but um, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, the next thing is that. A, uh, this kind of just some good news. A very rare white Bengal tiger was born at Cuba's Havana Zoo. I saw the picture of the tiger. It's a beautiful tiger. I'm a big animal person. I think it's good we throw some positivity in there and uh, into the news sometimes, right? And um, yeah, it's a beautiful tiger. It's very, uh, very good. Th these animals are just great. I mean, I, I know some of you may not like animals, but just, I mean... I find them very, uh, I mean, it's nature, right? It's, it's just, it's a beautiful thing. The next thing is, or the, oh, actually, let me see here. No, I covered everything. <laughs> so anyways, that's it for today. Um, I know this might be coming out a little bit later in the day, uh, which I kind of like to, to do because, um, uh, because I wouldn't have been able to report on a lot of these things here if, um, if, if, if I had done it much earlier in the day. Actually, one more thing. I just want to confirm. I don't know if I covered this over if I covered this yet, let me just see. Ah, let me see. Um, oh, I might have skipped this. Russia's closing off parts of the Black Sea near Crimea for six months. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I think I covered. No, I didn't. I didn't. Again, it has to do with Ukraine. It's strategy. It's a chess game. There's nothing else I can really add to that, right? Just like I, I we've been saying this whole episode. So that's about it. Uh, stay tuned later today for some more episodes, public and members, and we'll catch all of you in a day or two. Cheers.